Hello and welcome to The Fierce Life with your host, me, Conceda Thomas. In today's show, we're going to talk about why I am absolutely not, nor thinking about getting on the bandwagon with the currently popular ketogenic eating style. I've been getting lots of questions about this eating style. It's wildly popular. You've seen it all over social media. And so in today's show, I'm diving deep into why I'm not eating that way, have no plans of eating that way, and things that you may want to consider as well. So jam out to the show tunes, meet me on the other side of the music with your pen and paper, and we'll jump right into it. Welcome to The Fierce Life, presented by Conceda Thomas. This podcast is designed to give you the food and fitness strategies, tools, and inspiration that you need to create sustainable results without making the process a second job. You will save the mental and emotional energy that's normally drained by this process and instead use that energy to live your most fierce life. Before we jump into the episode, I've got to let you know about an exciting new opportunity that you have to receive the game plan, the coaching, and the support that is behind the success stories that you see on my website and the case studies that you see me posting on my blog and on my social media. The even better news is you have an opportunity to get all of that for a fraction of what you need to invest in order to coach with me one-on-one. That unique opportunity is called the Get It Off keep it off six-week coaching program and we're going to get started on September 26th. Listen, this opportunity is not for everyone and I'm sure you already know that and in order to give you a chance to figure out whether or not this is for you and frankly to just give you some good information to use even if you don't want to do the program, if it's not the right time for you, I've created a brand new tool. It's called the Get It Off Game Plan. You can get that over on conceitathomas.com slash game plan. That game plan will show you each component that we work on during our six-week coaching program and how exactly you can work on each component to not only get results now, but to also find your personal sweet spot when it comes to eating and moving to get results and build habits that keep the results coming and that make the results stay. So if that sounds good to you, go ahead and claim your free tool over on conceitathomas.com slash game plan. Hello and welcome to episode 62. Let's talk about why Conceita is not eating ketogenic. Um, And this is not to say that you shouldn't, but here are some things to consider. Now, I know if we're anything alike, you have, this is not your first rodeo. You have probably, if we're alike, been on one program or another, maybe gotten some results, maybe seen those results go away, and you may currently still be seeking your sweet spot, right? The thing that's going to work for you. And the thing is that so often we tend to look outside of ourselves for this thing, a question that I've been getting a lot in social settings and even at work is, Conceda, what do you think about keto? And they'll tell me about their friend, their cousin, their coworker who has started eating that way, who's lost a ton of weight. And obviously, if you're on a weight loss journey and you want to lose weight and you see someone get what looks like phenomenal results with an approach, you want to know more about it. That's human nature. There's nothing wrong with that. The danger, however, is 
that sometimes we don't ask the right questions at the onset. And I, I can link to link in the show notes to a previous episode where I did about um, how to pick the right program or questions that you should be asking when you're considering a program. I'll make sure to link to that in the show notes. It was earlier on in the podcast, so I don't remember the exact episode, but I'll be sure to link in the show notes. And um, this show, this episode, it's kind of... Uh, kind of going back to that and questions you should be asking, but these are my actual personal answers, which spells out exactly why I'm not eating keto and don't plan to. And if we are alike in our answers to these questions, why no matter how much your cousin, sister, brother, coworker lost eating that way, you may not want to either. So before we even jump into my answers of why I'm not eating that way, let's talk about exactly what a ketogenic diet is. Um, some of us may know, some of us may not know at all, or sometimes we've heard of something and we kind of feel like we know what it is. We're like, yeah, 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 keto, like Atkins or something like that. And it's not exactly the same. So just to be clear, a ketogenic diet is a diet where most of your intake, your calories, your energy, your food comes from fat upward up to even 70% in some cases of your food is coming from fat. Things like avocado, um, coconut oil, nuts, butter, all those things, right? That's what I mean when I say fat. And then you're eating very, 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 very little of your calories or your food or your fuel from carbohydrates. So most people who are following a ketogenic lifestyle don't eat um, bread, pasta, rice, things like that at all, because it's, it, it can be very difficult to stay low enough carb when you are incorporating those foods. So occasionally though, they're having, they have, they, not occasionally, but they do eat vegetables. They, there's like some occasional lower sugar fruits. And then there's a moderate intake of protein. Now that's important too, because ketogenic is not high protein. It's not a high protein diet. It's pretty moderate. Um, it is a high fat diet. So that leads me to point number one of why I am not eating ketogenic. And it is because I do not enjoy following a diet that's that high in fat. From a taste perspective, from a what type of foods I can eat perspective, from how all of, all of the above. Now you may be different, but I'm the type of girl that if at dinner I was given the choice between having I don't know, chicken breast or chicken at all and some vegetables and a little bit of rice or um, a fatty cut of meat and some vegetables with some olive oil on it or a salad with avocado. I'm going to be, I'm going to enjoy the little bit of rice meal more. I'm going to feel more full having that along with the other meal components, obviously not just rice and really, really important guys, um, I'm going to feel satisfied. And listen, satisfaction and fullness are two sides of a similar coin. I know you've probably experienced, I know I have, being belly full, but not being satisfied. So that's like how you can have a meal where maybe you've had like enough calories, you've had enough protein, you've had enough fiber from vegetables. Maybe you had something like some tilapia fillets and, you know, some broccoli and some cauliflower on the side. So there was definitely enough when it comes to calories and fiber and water and nutrients to feel full. You feel belly full. 
Yet, 30 minutes after the meal, you're staring in the pantry. Am I the only one who's been there? And that's the difference between full and satisfied. You're full, you're belly full, but you're not satisfied. And so a diet that's high in fat is not as satisfying to me. I like bacon, right? I call it meat candy. I could easily eat my weight in bacon and still not be satisfied. And not as satisfied as I would be if I had a little portion of breakfast potatoes on the side of that egg, those eggs, instead of a big mound of bacon. So that's the first thing. So that's what you want to consider. If you're considering ketogenic, you want to say, okay, do I like high fat foods? First of all, do I like them at all? Um, do I like eating um, a lot of them? Am I satisfied when I eat them without carbs? Because that's the thing. I said, I love avocado. I love bacon. I like nuts and seeds. I like high fat foods, but I don't like them by themselves in the absence of carbs. And in order to follow a ketogenic for the long term, I, ha I would have to be okay with eliminating the carbs for the fat. And I'm absolutely not. Maybe for a week, but definitely not for the long term. So that's something to consider. The second thing is, how do I feel when I eat this way, guys? I don't feel good at all when I eat this way. As I shared before, I'm the type of girl that if I had some scrambled eggs and a little bit of breakfast potatoes on the side, I'd feel um, full, I'd feel satisfied, much more so than if I had a heap of bacon. So let's follow that logic out. In order for me to feel full, um, I have to eat like I'd have to eat a lot of bacon. And when I eat a lot of fat, I do not feel well. I feel, uh, I feel lethargic. Um, I feel, it's really weird. I feel like my digestion is slow and it's not just my imagination because fat does slow down digestion. That's a, a part of how it can make you feel fuller longer but again, I'm sharing with you that when I eat that way in the absence of carbohydrates, I just feel really, really bad. I feel full. I feel heavy. I feel lethargic. And that's just because of my own like, unique metabolic expression. Everyone is different. I have friends who feel amazing when they eat like that. That's not the way I'm set up. So you have to be honest with yourself about whether or not you feel good eating that way. I don't care how delicious the meals are. How do you feel physically when you eat that way? That is a huge clue from your body whether or not this is something that's really good for you and whether or not this is something that is sustainable. And let's be clear, I'm telling you how I feel. I'm telling you whether or not I'm full. So it's obvious from what I'm sharing that I have tried different variations of low carb, high fat, high protein, low carb, all that stuff, because again, the results just look so amazing. Like we'll see people dropping like tons of weight really quickly. I've shared with you before, I've been on a weight loss journey. I've shared with you before that I have had a six pack and have been struggling to stay that way. So I've experimented with a lot of stuff. So I'm not telling you how I think I would feel or how I think this would play out. This is how things have played out for me in the past. And I've tried this. The other reason why I'm not eating keto now, nor interested in trying it in the near future, is because this way of eating does not give me the results that I want. Let's talk about this, because this is where I feel like a lot gets lost. And 
the reason why eating this way does not give me the results I want. It's, it's multifaceted. Number one is because it's really hard for me to stick to for a long time. That's one thing. But even when I do, it, I have to eat a lot of calories because remember, fat adds up fast when it comes to calories. So like one gram of fat is nine calories as opposed to one gram of carbohydrate is four calories. So if I were to eat um, 25 grams of carbohydrate, which is like about um, a, a normal serving of rice or like a piece of bread, it might be a little bit more than a little bit more than a piece of bread, depending on what type of bread you like. That's 100 calories. If I do 25 grams of fat, that's almost 250 calories. So fat is two times a little bit more than two times more calorically dense than carbs, right? Now, you guys know that we don't count calories around here, but calories do count. They matter, right? In order to lose weight, you've got to produce a caloric balance in a way that does not disrupt your fat loss hormones so that they don't start fighting against you and making it impossible for you to maintain that deficit, right? So for me, it's really hard for me to remain in a caloric deficit eating mostly fat while feeling full and satisfied. I have to eat, like I said, I keep saying bacon because I like bacon, but I have to eat a lot of bacon to feel full and sometimes still don't feel satisfied. By the time I feel full and satisfied with that lot of bacon, um, I've blown calories out of the water. I've probably eaten, you know, two times, maybe one and a half times the amount of calories that my body would easily lose weight on. So that's something to consider. Like if you ever look at some of the ketogenic meals, like a lot of people will post them online. And if you look at them, you will notice that like they're, they're relatively small, right? And I'm a volume girl. I would rather eat a huge salad with some things sprinkled in it um, that leave me satisfied. So some protein and some carbs than to eat a really small, super decadent something else. It just, it's how, it's my preferences. It's how my biology is set up. It's how my body is set up. So it's hard for me to maintain a caloric deficit eating mostly fat because when I do, I'm, I'm not satisfied and I'm not full. So I hope you got that. And remember, that's the whole point. We want to find a healthy eating sweet spot, a way to eat, eat things that we like, to effort, well, not, well, not effortlessly, but to, to habitually eat in a way that makes weight management something that we don't have to think about all the time. And when I'm eating super high fat, I've got to think about it and pay really, really close attention to not overdo it on calories. Otherwise, if I don't, I would be like, and if this is you, you will be like those people that you see that are eating ketogenic style and they're, they're sticking to it. They're sticking to it for a while, but they're not really losing weight. And their goal is weight loss. How could that be? Are they cheating on their keto lifestyle? Some may be, but in a lot of cases, no, they're just eating way too many calories to actually lose weight. Now, if weight loss is not your goal, if you're eating keto for other health reasons, if you have medical conditions, conditions that you are managing eating a keto style, then it doesn't matter that you're not losing weight. However, remember, I teach you how to lose the weight and get it off um, in a way that doesn't feel like a second job. So that's, that's what I'm speaking to 
unless I tell you differently. And so that's that on that. Okay. And then finally, the reason why is because I kind of alluded to this. I don't have any medical conditions that keto would make better. And some people do. So the ketogenic diet was originally used to treat epilepsy and seizures, right? And there are other health conditions that are positively impacted by eating this way. In which case, if, if, I, if I did, um, I'm really thankful I don't have those conditions, but if I did have any of those conditions, it would be worth it for me to put in um, a lot more effort to figure it out, to figure out different meals that I could possibly eat to still be as satisfied as I am when I have some carbohydrates in my diet. Because why? The return on investment would make sense. If I'm keeping myself healthy, if I'm keeping myself alive, it makes sense to figure out how to live without the rice, how to live without the bread, how to possibly make some keto bread, how to, it would, it would make sense for me to spend more time researching recipes, spend more time in the kitchen, possibly spend more money on different types of foods to be able to create meals that are similar to the ones I like now, but that are still ketogenic. However, I don't have any of those conditions. And if you don't either, it may not be worth it for you. So guys, that's it. As promised, that's the lowdown on why I'm not eating that way. Um, I really don't care how many more pictures I see with someone who's lost 50, 60, 80, 100 pounds after struggling for a long time. Hopefully, that's because keto was actually what they were meant to do. Hopefully, they're enjoying it. They could do it for the long term. And it just so happens that what's popular now is what was a fit for their personal biology and preferences, hopefully. Um, but please don't be moved by every fat, I don't even want to call it fat, but everything that becomes popular. Um, it could be for you. So if your answers if in my sharing why it isn't for me, if everything I said is the opposite of you, that may be your thing. That may be the thing that you need to run out and try. But if not, then possibly not. So I think that I have thoroughly covered this topic. Um, I know I've written about this in my newsletter. I wrote an article about it on um, a different platform, but just wanted to share this over on my platform here on the podcast in a, you know, conversational type style so that you could really, really get the point and feel my heart on this issue. So that said, um, we always say after you learn something around here, you have to do something. So your fears follow up should you choose to accept is to really just examine um, these same questions for yourself, right? What do you like? Um, how do you feel when you eat this way? All that great stuff to decide whether or not this is an eating approach that you need to try. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it out on social media. You can get access to the show notes over on conceitathomas.com slash EP62. And if you enjoyed this podcast and you want to be notified when the next one goes live, be sure to subscribe on whichever platform you're listening. And I'd appreciate it as well if you rate and review the podcast that helps other people find it as well. That's all I have for you for this time, Fierce Friend. Until next time, stay fierce. You're ready to master your motivation, keep your head in the game, and get the results that you deserve. And I have just the thing to help you boost your mood and wrap yourself in motivation every single day. Visit the Conceda Thomas Apparel Shop today to get your motivational tanks, tees, and mugs. 
Be sure to use the promo code FIERCEFRIEND for a discount on your first order of $25 or more. You can visit the shop at conceitathomas.com slash apparel. Are you sick and tired of starting over when it comes to your healthy eating? Have all your failed attempts got you wondering why you can't seem to stick to anything long enough to get results and definitely not to keep results? Listen, it's not you. It's the diet. Giving up your favorite dishes just to lose weight doesn't last. And force feeding yourself food that isn't even culturally familiar just because some guru said it would help you get results is a setup for failure. When you are ready to get real results eating the foods that you already love, it's time to schedule your eating audit. Let me help you discover the tiny tweaks you need to make to get results from the foods you already eat every day. No more diets, no more falling off the wagon, just real lasting results with food you're actually going to be happy to eat after you reach your goal. Schedule your eating audit today at conceitathomas.com slash audit. Hurry up. Our introductory promo rate won't last forever, so schedule your audit now. If you've been wishing for fitness wear that was so comfortable that you would never want to take it off, yet fashionable enough to actually wear out for a night on the town, then you've got to check out my friends and sponsor Blessed Bodywear. Guys, they've got the goods. Once you try their squat pants, no other pants will do. I promise you, they're my absolute favorite. Visit blessedbodywear.com today and use promo code NOFUSS, N-O-F-U-S-S, to save on your order. 